Hi there. Hey, we are the 90 Day Divas and I'm Carol. I'm Lucy. And I'm Jen. And our mission is to impact the lives and businesses of people who want to break free of overwhelm, get their business back on track and receive more money in their bank account in 90 days without DIYing it, getting frustrated, losing momentum or wasting time and money. Connect, collaborate and conquer with us and we take you through relevant business topics and showcase interesting entrepreneurs from around the world. On the Diva Deep Dive, we're going deep on business topics that we know you'll find valuable. Plus, we're going to ask those questions that are on your mind from entrepreneurs who have been there and done that. Let's start the show. Hey there, and welcome to this edition of the Diva Deep Dive. And today we're talking to Andrea Pass. Now, Andrea is the owner of Andrea Pass Public Relations, and she is an expert at booking her clients on podcast interviews, as well as features, quotes, and reviews in digital media, broadcast, print, and more. She creates and implements public relations campaigns in a wide range of categories, including consumer products, lifestyle, business to business, education, health and wellness, fitness, beauty, uh, authors, not-for-profits, and more. So Andrea Pass has expertise in national, regional, and local media relations, and her strength in relationships, coupled with her knowledge of the ever-growing media base, results in securing top-tier targeted media placements to increase brand awareness, reputation, uh, management, and sales for established businesses and growing entrepreneurs alike. That was a mouthful. So... (laughs) Andrea, welcome to our I'm show exhausted already. I'm oh like totally gosh. exhausted. Okay, bye. We're done. We're done. <laughs> welcome. knows a lot. She knows a lot. There's just no question. <laughs> Absolutely. So Andrea, tell us just a little bit, a uh, little bit about, you know, who you are and who you absolutely love working with and maybe kind of a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey that led you to this point. Yeah, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, both Jen and Carol for joining for uh, welcoming me today. I have been in public relations for a long, long time. Okay, we're going back from the days you'd write a press release or make a press kit and you would messenger it to journalists and then to the days of faxing press releases through a fax department in your company. And so really growing and constantly pivoting in the ever changing media world to today where we don't do press kit. We don't do press releases. We pitch, we keep our word count down. We want to grab the attention of a journalist or a homegrown journalist very quickly with a great subject line and wonderful information about the client so that we are securing press coverage for that client. So the world has changed from the days that I was at the CBS radio division in New York City to the days that I was working for public relations firms. I started Andrea Pass Public Relations quite a number of years ago. And I love being an entrepreneur. Absolutely love it. Love being a solopreneur and working with other entrepreneurs and small businesses and solopreneurs. Because I think the most important thing is that we support each other in what we're doing. And so by supporting people that are in the same situation that I'm in, in business, it is a benefit. So by growing those businesses and getting the word out in the press, I'm helping them grow and I'm doing what I love. So I think that when you look at your career and you look back over all the things you did and everything that I did led me to starting Andrea Pass Public Relations. It's a rocky journey. It's a busy journey. It's an exhausting journey. But then when you get to this stage, you're so thrilled. You could look back and know that everything you did along the way was worth it to create your business. And so that me in a nutshell about my PR journey and had been the, the media vice president of media relations at a number 
number of PR firms, worked with staffs, you know, but I think the biggest challenge is staffs that didn't get the job done. Had nothing to do with my training, had nothing to do with me as the superior. It had to do with the person whose name was on the door, allowing staff members to kind of get away with, I'm doing it. I'm going to get it done. Don't worry. No, I don't go for that. So people who hire me today know I'm getting the job done. I have no one else, no interns, no newbies. The work is getting done. You can count on me and my clients here for me regularly and interviews are booked regularly and press comes out consistently and I'm servicing them. So that's me in a sort of nutshell. Awesome. That's brilliant. I love that you have pivoted out of doing those larger roles into a role where you're a solopreneur, like you're saying, you work one-on-one with your clients. So it must be hugely satisfying to see that client move from where they started to where you can get them to with press coverage and stuff like that. I've actually got a PR background too. So it's really interesting when you talk about the faxes and some of our audience won't even know what a fax is. Yeah, it's, you know, I don't think of myself as old. I think of myself as experienced. And I think that that experience benefits clients in a different way because I know what can work, what doesn't work. And I think the most important thing, setting realistic expectations, because so many public relations people say, oh, yeah, that's achievable when they know it isn't. So I know what's achievable and what's realistic for a client. And I'm going to share that information. If you don't want to hear it, if that isn't what you're thinking, then go with that other person. And lo and behold, in a few months, you're going to come back to me because you're going to realize that that person just took your money and I'll get the job done. I love that you just said that because one of the things that we work with our clients on whenever they come through our program is finding their niche, their target audience, that group of people that they really want to work with and build their business on. And sometimes it's really difficult for people to say no to prospects who aren't right for them, but you have to, right? It's a growing process. We're always growing, especially as an entrepreneur and to understand what works and doesn't work. I actually had to fire a client a number of times, uh, two times in the history of my company. It was hard. It was hard because I'm thinking, oh, they're paying me. But we're not achieving because they were putting the brakes on. They were canceling interviews constantly. That doesn't make me look good with the press. Mm. And in the long run, okay, so I didn't have that income, but I was able to fill that spot with clients who get it, listen, and succeed. So it's all a process as entrepreneurs. Totally. What's the biggest problem do you think your ideal clients face? Is it that recognition they can get out in front of others, giving them that bit of confidence and taking away a bit of imposter syndrome? Or is it the whole kind of, this is the process we follow? What do you think is the biggest problem that your ideal clients have when they come to you? You know, I think that before they become my ideal clients, the biggest problem is, yes, I'm going to spend money. You know, anything you do costs money. I don't offer my public relations services gratis. And so it's making that realization that you've got to spend money to make money in the world. And when they recognize it's time, we're going to do this. I think the other challenge, I'll say, not really problem, challenge is then they expect everything to happen that first day. Now, I work very quickly. I started with a new client actually earlier this week and already have four interviews. And I work very fast because I'm not spending time writing documents after documents. I'm reaching contacts and booking interviews or product reviews or getting quotes featured in articles. So I think a challenge rather than a problem is 
because I work fast, the clients have to be receptive to answering questions, doing interviews, because a client has to work. When you're doing public relations outreach, I'm not the one conducting the interview on behalf of the client. The client has to conduct the interview. I'm not going to be the expert in every single solitary thought that client has. They have to share their thoughts and answers to questions with me. So I think that it's getting over that hump that they have work to do. Again, managing the expectations that if a client is coming on and that client is, say, paying for my services for 15 hours a month, that doesn't mean I'm working 40 hours a week. I'm working 15 hours a month, might go over a little, but I'm not going to go over double. If you'd like me to work more hours, then we need to agree on a different retainer. So Mm -hmm. there's that challenge of how is it working? How are we working well together? And what does that look like moving forward? We seem to both adjust me and the new client within days. Communication is so very important at every stage of the process, especially at the beginning where you're outlining the scope of the work, you know, what it's going to cost, how many hours, what's going to be required of the client. Yeah, brilliant point. Great. Okay. And what about the the common mistakes? I know you've talked about them. They're not necessarily understanding what it is that's going to be required of them, but what other things do they come out with that you're targeting and looking after? What other mistakes do they make as they go along? Well, I think some of the common mistakes for a client is a mistake might be not having an updated website, which of course is not under my umbrella, or not having active social media pages. Again, my lane is press coverage. The social media department or person will take care of social media. You have to have all your ducks in a row before you take on a PR campaign. I had a meeting the other day with someone who is uh, an author of a book, and I said, okay, your book will be available on Amazon. And the person said, no, they're representing the author. The author only wants to do Spotify. I said, that's not going to work for a lot of press people. They get affiliate money from a link through to Amazon. I said, so they may not want to review your book or talk to you about your book because they're not getting anything out of it. I do earned media coverage, so I'm not doing pay for play, but the way they make their bit of money is through those affiliate links. So when clients don't want to hear your area of expertise, that's certainly leading them down the wrong path for future mistakes that they are making. So I think that clients have to understand their lane the same way I wouldn't try to do my own legal work. I'm not a lawyer. I don't do my own accounting. I have a CFO handling that. You have to understand your area of expertise and look at others in their lane. So I think the mistake might be thinking you know it all and not trusting that the other person knows more about that category than you do. So it's make sure when you're taking on a PR campaign that your website is updated and you have active social media pages, you have updated headshots and information and product images and tips from your service so that your PR person can use those to effectively pitch you to the media. So what is something then if people are not listening, I'm thinking they know it all. I can imagine people would feel overwhelmed when it comes to what do I do to get the word out about my business? So I'm sure that that feeling either causes them to do absolutely nothing or randomly spray and pray, right? I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. What is one really quick, simple thing that people can do to help themselves start down the right path? So you've mentioned making sure the ducks are in a row. So that's a big thing. Is there anything else that can help them understand maybe who is a good potential person to work with or how to choose a great provider for public relations? Well, I think the tip that I would give for anyone looking to hire a public relations professional 
is you've got to click. You've got to be on that same page. Get to know someone. I mean, we all know we do business with people we know, like, and trust. It's okay if I'm not your cup of tea. That, that's all right. I've met people that I have never followed up with because they weren't my cup of tea. And I knew we wouldn't work well together. It's okay. But take the time. Do your homework. I'm a client of mine. Google me. See where I am in the press because I'm out there. And that's important because if I'm out there publicizing Andrea Past Public Relations, then I'm going to do even more for you and your business. So I think those tips are very important. Also, look at your competitors. What are they doing? You should be doing more than what they're doing. And it's simple. And I look at some of my competitors and I'll take ideas from competitors. I mean, we don't always have to reinvent the wheel, but I think that an easy step is to make sure, like I said, your ducks are in a row and then not put it off. So I've given you more than one. Sorry about that. Don't put it off. I have, oh, I'll start next year. I'll start in six months. No, start today. Why are you waiting? And I am amazed at that. Oh, I'm not ready. I'll start in three months. Okay. If you don't have a website, you don't have a book, you don't have a product, your service, your business is not up and running. Of course, wait. But once you've got all of that and your business is running, start today because you'll see that press coverage within a short amount of time. I just started with a client a few short weeks ago. Within week one, the interviews started, the book reviews, the product reviews, the quotes, that by week three, before week three, the press was already appearing. And it takes a few weeks for the press to actually appear. So get started the day. There's no overnight magic. Something that I wanted to bring up too, which we were talking about just right you know, before we started chatting, is you don't give away anything. So, so many of the people that we speak to have a lead magnet, give something away for free, you know, grow your database, give that knowledge away. You don't do that at all. So talk to us a little bit about that. So I give my knowledge away by being a guest, like I am here on your show, or being featured somewhere, or speaking at networking groups, or to other entrepreneurs. I'll give some tips, I'll give some overview, but I don't give away the nitty gritty of how I do my job, because I want you to hire me. So to me, it doesn't make sense. Oh, you have to offer a free one sheet. Oh, please. The one sheet will mean nothing to you if I'm not explaining it to you and working with you on it. I don't mean that to be cocky. It's just knowledge. Because I'm a solopreneur, I only take a handful of clients on a six-month retainer basis. I already put in my dues. I already work 24-7. I was the person working after I went snorkeling in Barbados, getting off of a ride at Disney, in Europe, traveling. I don't have to do that anymore at this stage of my life. I know what I'm doing. I get the job done. Have I worked on vacations? Yes. I was just on a vacation. I was in the middle of Amsterdam and a reporter canceled an interview and I immediately jumped on it, rescheduled it, got it all handled from my phone. Okay. So I'm not ignoring my client. I have the knowledge. I can get the job done. I don't need to give out freebies because I have a steady stream of clients now and I have a stream of clients ready to start in the coming months. So I don't mean that to sound like I know it all, but it's working for my business model for Andrea Pass Public Relations. I love that because it's a point of difference again, because everybody feels that that's what they've got to do. Everybody feels, well, I've got a list build, so you know, I need to give a free resource so that I can capture people and talk to them. And, and for you, you're like, well, actually, you know, if you want to work with me, come work with me. And and I love that because that just speaks to the level of credibility and confidence and ability and knowledge that you have to be able to say, hey, and like you say, it's not being cocky, it's just realistic. Look, 
look, I know my stuff. And I think we can all take a little leaf out of that book because a lot of our audience will be sitting in their corporate roles. They'll be sitting in perhaps their businesses that aren't going to the level that they want to. They may have all of those pieces in place that you were talking about, the website and all the things, but there's just one little thing that's not clicking in. And so someone like you can come along and put the wheels in motion. And I guess that's the other thing is stuff will start to cause momentum, won't it? As we start going, get more interviews, you start to create momentum. So that would be one of the areas that you sort of maintain, don't you, is the momentum moving forward for people. Would that be correct? Exactly. I've had funny or ironic two situations over the last few months where clients have sought me out. They met me or knew me or were referred to me. They had PR people. And both of them, I think the PR people were there for almost nine months and they were getting no results. And I said, I don't understand it. You've got a story. And so both fired their PR people, brought me on. And within a day, they're seeing a difference. Not only am I securing press coverage, I'll share other things I might know. There's a competition, awards competition coming up. Maybe you should enter this awards competition. Here's a different trade show. Did you know about this one in your industry? Or, oh, your competitor was featured in this magazine. Are you familiar with this? Should I be pitching this for you? Are you going to be speaking somewhere? You know, things that their PR people never asked. And they said, I can't believe we were with these people. And they ghosted us. We didn't hear from them for weeks on end. To which I responded, why are you paying them? Exactly. are paying monthly and you hear, I'm working on it. No, 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 no. I want results. So I have a new client who fired their PR person. And I said, okay, where did you send products? They sent seven samples in nine months. That's it. I reached out to all seven of those media outlets. I said, hi, I'm doing a follow-up. I know a previous PR person, blah, blah, blah. I've heard back from five already. I just did this yesterday. Two of these media outlets are pay to play. They're pay to play. He was never going to get editorial coverage unless he pays. And the others said, oh, we actually have that information. We totally forgot. We're glad you reminded us. The PR person never followed up. So you think it's basic. You think it's communications 101. But wow, it amazes me how many people don't communicate. So you want someone who's going to communicate and share, offer insights and help you grow your business. I'm just amazed, but it works when you work with me. Yeah, Yeah, and do what they say they're going to do that's right the follow-up too right so the funds are in the follow-up you know because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you've made, yeah you, you've made that initial contact and you like you say you're building rapport mm-hmm. so on your journey you must have had some stuff that's impacted your entrepreneurial journey like books programs talks or concepts or is there anyone that really inspired you along the way or continues to inspire you or books that you would recommend for people to read or or anything where you would feel yeah this this was something that really made an impact for me when I was moving along well I think that first I'll talk about a lecture that I attended by Mitch Albom, who wrote Tuesdays with Maury and the seven people you meet in heaven. He's an ESPN sports commentator, wrote sports for the Detroit Free Press. And we went to a lecture. And at the time I was working for a bully boss, my clients were seeing results. I loved my clients and I loved most of my coworkers, but the bully boss was over the top. And Mitch Albom, and I'm paraphrasing here, said in his talk, at the end of your life, no one's going to remember you won an award. They're not going to remember that you saved a company hundreds of thousands of dollars or that you achieved something for a company. At the end of your life, people are going to say, I was a good person. I liked that person. I'll miss that person. I don't mean it morbidly, but it gave me that aha moment to move on from the bully boss and take a new approach in my life. And lo and behold, 
I moved to another PR company. It was very funny. I went over to the owner at a trade show when the bully boss wasn't in the room, pulled her aside. I said, hi, do you have a minute to speak to me? My name is Andrea Pass. And she says, I know who you are. And I said, I'm thinking of making a career move. And she looked at me and said, can you start in two months? (laughs) I knew my reputation was excellent. And so I went to work for her for a few years before I started my own thing. And she and I are still in touch. When I started my own thing, that whole Mitch Albom thinking that People are going to like you, want to work with you, trust you and your knowledge has really carried over into Andrea past public relations, because if you don't want my knowledge, okay, that's fine. There are enough other clients since I started my business who have wanted my know-how, my knowledge, my ability, and understand the lane that I'm in. So I look at that talk I attended, and it really was impactful for my business and really my life overall. And I think the other inspiration, I'll say, are fellow female entrepreneurs. I learn so much. I go to many lectures. Thank goodness for Zoom. I've learned so much from people I never would have met before. And I think that every day we need to learn something new. That helps us grow as human beings, as business people, um, as part of any society. So for me, the other impact is hearing these entrepreneurial stories, learning about new technologies or new techniques or new ways of doing business, or maybe the old way still works. Fascinating. I I so resonate with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love Tuesdays with Murray. That's such a great, great book. You've just said the seven people you meet in heaven. I'm going to check that out because I haven't read that. So that's a good one. Yeah, his books. And of course, I'm going back. His books have been around a long time. This idea that true, we've got a job to do. But if you love what you do, you haven't worked a day in your life. However, we all need to earn a living. You know, we, we have bills to pay and we may as well do it doing something we enjoy. But to recognize that value. And one of the things I recognize and I value, and once a week, I go out to lunch with mom and dad. Mom is 85, dad is 90. And there will be nothing that stops me from going out for as long as I possibly can. And I get that I am a blessed person. And mom and dad live on their own around the block. You become an entrepreneur and you realize what matters. And right before this call, my daughter called. Immediately, the first thing she, when I answered the phone, she says, everything is fine because we never talk during the workday. And she had a document that for some reason she wasn't able to print out at her house. She says, can I send this to you? Can you print this? Her husband was coming over. She needed this document. And so I had no trouble printing it. I heard while we were talking, he arrived to pick up the document. But you know, you can be flexible when you are an entrepreneur and my daughter need me something. I got to see my parents. If my son ever calls from the other side of the United States to say hello, and I can, I stop everything I'm doing. So I think as entrepreneurs, we can recognize we can get the job done, but we can have, and I say this, it is a life work balance. Life comes first and work comes second. So that old saying of work life, I don't know why work ended up first. (laughs) Good point. Absolutely a good point. Oh, yeah, I love that. And if we're going to move through this world and try to make a living and all that other good stuff, we might as well, A, have fun, B, learn something each day, and C, have an impact on other people, a positive impact on other people. That's beautiful. And be remembered as someone that, gosh, I'm glad I met her. (laughs) That's great. Andrea, what is one question that we maybe should have asked you today that we've neglected to ask? Oh boy, you covered so much. But I think if if I'm turning back to the world of public relations in my world, there is a big difference 
between earned media coverage and paid media coverage. They both fit under the PR umbrella. I don't like paid media coverage, but there are times that you do need to do it because it might fit that you need to be on that TV show or in that publication. However, I stick with earned media coverage because today's professional educated journalists and homegrown journalists have a lot of content to fill. And I'd rather they fill that earned with my clients so my clients can reuse that. And I say to my client, make sure all of your interviews are evergreen. Don't date anything because you can never use that again. And I told that to a new client who had a live radio interview earlier this morning and I got the link from the radio host. And she spent the whole interview, oh, and I have this happening on this date and this is happening. And I just shook my head and I said, wonderful interview. We need to talk about future interviews. I posed it that way because there's no point in looking negatively, but I will now have another discussion with her. And if she's choosing to do the interviews without listening to my advice, that's her choice. But I have it on the record that I'm educating my clients. So there's a lot of earned media to be had. There's paid media to be had. Understand what works best for you and your business. So I think my question would be the difference between the two. And I hope that I hit on that for you. That's great. And it's a great point. You see, there we go. There's more knowledge right there. You don't have to get a a resource. You've got some right here listening to this podcast. So if you're one of our clients sitting out there and you know you want some media advice you want some public relations advice Andrea is the lady to talk to you can get hold of her we'll put all the details down in the show notes thank you very much for being here Andrea it's been an awesome chat with you and learning about you and your life and where you've come from and where you're still going to and and how you enjoy being an entrepreneur and if you're out there thinking you'd like to maybe start the entrepreneurial journey get hold of the 90 day divas because we are the ones that will help you move through that right Jen absolutely we would love for you to go out and check us out 90daydivas.com as you said carol we've got all of andrea's links social links website down in the show notes so do get in touch with her and she is a walking advertisement for what she does so yeah go check her out hey hope you enjoyed this if you'd like to know more check out our other podcasts the freebies are on our website or if you're ready to take action hop on a chat with us simply follow the links in the show notes